From the new studio, it's the Super Hits Podcast, coming at you this time around with Obsession by Animotion. Let's do it. Super Hits Podcast, and we are, well, I am in a new studio, so... Yes. Yeah, it's uh, sounding a little different on, on my earphones, I don't know about for you, but... Uh, you know, it doesn't sound bad. I mean, you know, I can tell it's a bit a bit different, but it's not bad. Yeah, and if it's different for the listener as well, hey, kiss my ass. Yes. Uh, yeah, so uh, after a little bit of uh, technical difficulties, we are coming at you a little bit late, but, you know, better late than never. Better late than never. <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking about Animotion uh, yes. and uh, Obsession, and uh, really, uh, really poignant tune for us, because you, of course, are obsessed with me, so... <laughs> yep. Shall we get into it? Yeah. All right. Animotion is an American synth pop band from Los Angeles, California, formed in 1983 by four members of the Los Angeles based band Red Zone. Yes. Uh, scoring some touchdowns, I guess. <laughs> uh, and the lead singer of the Billy Bond Band, both Red Zone and the Billy Bond Band, would play at the popular music venue Madame Wong's and knew each other. A manager hearing Red Zone were considering breaking up, uh, suggesting Billy Bond Band vocalist Bill Wadhams should look into working with them, and particularly their vocalist Astrid Plain. After yes. demonstrating some of this original, uh, some of his original material to the group. They decided to form a new band with the name Animotion, suggested by Astrid to convey energy and motion. Sure. Sure. The uh, initial lineup was made up of dual lead vocalists in Bill Wadhams and Astrid Plain, keyboardist Paul Antonelli, bassist Charles Otavio, Otavio, let's say Charles mm. Otavio, hey. Otavio, love and, it. And drummer David Frenchy O'Brien. Love it. They were supplemented. Last name's O'Brien. Yep. Uh, they were supplemented with guitarist Don Kirkpatrick and keyboardist Greg Smith for their 1984 self-titled debut album. Uh, their follow, and we're going to get into that album in a second. They had a follow-up to that album called Strange Behavior in 1986. And while several singles were released from this album, its success in the U.S. paled in comparison with the debut. And uh, meanwhile, the band became very famous in Germany, Austria, Switzerland, and South Africa. Uh, thanks to the LP single, I Engineer. Well, okay. Yeah, uh, Holly Knight composed this one with uh, Bernie Toppin, who uh, uh, I guess was taking right. a break from Elton John. I don't know. Nice. So there you go. The band toured extensively, appearing alongside such performers as Phil. Yes. Depeche Mode, Eurythmics, Genesis, Howard Jones, In Excess, and Simply Red. Um, so I'm not going to get into all of the other details, but uh, I think you probably would be familiar with... Uh, the story of Animotion, it's very similar to other bands we covered. They went mm. through lineup changes. People left the group on less than amicable terms. They had less success over time. They eventually broke up. Then they got back together. <laughs> uh, they are still performing to this day. Oh, no way. Yep. So their self-titled debut album was released on uh, in November of 1984 off of Mercury Records. It spent a total of 17 weeks on the Billboard 200 album chart in the U.S., peaked at number 28 in May of 1985 uh, in Canada. So this is one of these interesting cases where yes. the album was actually released with the title The Language of Attraction. Mm-hmm. And then there was a song called Turnaround that was not included in the Canadian version. And uh, Run to Me 
which was track eight on the original, was moved up to track four in Canada. So again, don't know why, but uh, I we, love that stuff. I don't. Yeah. I don't know why either. It's just so interesting to me, um, and that's the kind of stuff you'll never see again. But oh man, yep. Uh, you get those Canadian editions or those you know European editions. They just swap track lists around and and add other songs and stuff as special treats. I yep. Love it. Uh, by the time the language of attraction uh, was released, keyboardist Greg Smith was listed as an official band member in the credits, but Paul Antonelli is simply listed as additional musical contributor. Okay. Um, so let's get to Obsession. It's the lead single off of the debut LP. The Animotion version was released on 12-inch record in 1984 and on 7-inch record in uh, January of 1985. It was originally written and recorded as a duet by uh, songwriter Holly Knight and musician Michael DeBars in 1983. Okay. So the version was played in the 1983 film A Night in Heaven during a scene in which Christopher Atkins bumps and grinds yes. in Leslie Ann Warren's face in sync with the rhythm of the song. Jesus. Uh, the song was featured on the film soundtrack and was also featured in the theatrical trailer to the 1986 film Nine and a Half Weeks. Mm -hmm. uh, some 80s sexiness for you. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I listened to it. It's a mellower version of the Animotion song. The male lyrics are more spoken than sung, and it doesn't have the riff that everybody's familiar with. The yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. The song was released as a standalone single, but didn't do anything in the charts. So okay. Michael DeBars is an actor uh, who has also been in the band Silverhead and Detective. Detective. <laughs> Great name. Yes. Uh, Holly Knight is an accomplished songwriter. Her credits include The Best by Tina Turner and yes. Love is a Battlefield. That's right. <laughs> Love is a Battlefield by Pat Benatar. Yes. The Animotion version of the single, which is what I will now focus on for the rest of this uh, conversation, uh, has an album version that comes in at 5 minutes and 34 seconds. A little long. A little long. Uh, they do trim the single down to 3 minutes and 58 seconds. Very nice. That's tasty. Uh, they basically cut out an instrumental break during the last minute and a half of the song. Uh, the song was produced by John Ruin and was released off of Mercury Records. There are 48 versions of the song on Discogs. The B-side for most of the versions is a track called Turnaround. Um, I own the Canadian 7-inch version. It'll cost you a buck or two if you want it. It's easy to find. Okay. There were, uh, as noted, 12-inch and 7-inch releases. A couple of remixes of the song included a 6-minute dance remix and a 5-minute and 30-second special dub mix. The cover of the single has the track and the name of the band in black font on a colorful sleeve with a photo of the six members of the band, all of whom I said have awful haircuts. They do, absolutely. Uh, Animotion has two greatest hits albums. Uh, one is called Obsession, the best of Animotion. Of course it is. The second one was called Obsession. Now, I didn't look at the track lists of each of these. <laughs> Let me guess. I'm assuming Obsession is on both. I would assume so too, yeah. Um, other compilations that this appeared on, uh, we have Here Come the Hits, mm. a fantastic compilation from Polytel Records released in Canada in 1985. The track yes. list is awesome on that one. Yeah. It is on Time Life Sounds of the 80s collection on the disc called 1985-1986. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is on a Finnish compilation released in 1986 called Super Hits. Yes. Uh, the track list, though, lots of junk. <laughs> yeah. 
The first instance of this being performed live, according to setlist.fm, was on March 4th, 1985, at the Keystone in Palo Alto, California. Oh, not not the Keystone Center in Brad. <laughs> it was not. No, unfortunately. Damn it. Um, most recently, this was performed on September 23rd, 2022, at the Piazza in Aurora, Illinois, nice. Wayne's World. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Uh, here's the part that I think that you've been, uh, one of the parts you wanted uh, me to get to. Yes, I did. In professional wrestling. Yes. This was used as the original theme song for the World Wrestling Federation's Saturday Night's main event. Yes. Uh, it was the theme on NBC from May 1985 to January 1988. Yep. Number of pro wrestlers also have used this as their theme music, mainly on the indies, and a couple of names you'll know. Yes. Austin Aries, Brian Danielson. Yes. Uh, Candice LeRae, Cyber King, which is a great name. That is a great name. Uh, DP Associates, Jimmy Rave, and Johnny Obsession. Yes. Johnny uh, <laughs> Yes. yes. Uh, the song is also featured in the 1989 video, Don Cherry's Rock'em Sock'em Hockey. Yes. Uh, you mentioned that go one back, a few weeks ago. Back, uh, about a week, two weeks ago. Yep. We talked about that. But she drives me crazy. Yep. Also used in Rock'em Sock'em Hockey 2. Uh, the song has been used as the opening theme for the internationally syndicated Canadian program Fashion Television. Yes, Fashion Television. Since it premiered in 1986. That it, was what I, because I, I wasn't, you know, I mean, didn't watch a lot of wrestling until 1990, 91. Uh -huh. So that's where I knew it from, was from fashion television. Oh, great. Uh, it was featured on MTV's House of Style. Uh, the Animotion version of the song is also featured in 1985 episodes of the daytime soap opera Days of Our Lives and Guiding Light. Yes. It was featured in the 2016 video game Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. <laughs> Yes. Apparently, it's a part of the soundtrack to the Zombies mode map. So there you go. Okay. All right. Uh, it was featured in the 1996 movie Train Spotting. Uh, it's featured in a number of TV shows, including <sighs> Family Guy, Ugh, God, <sighs> Glee, oh. <sighs> American Dad, <laughs> Jesus, and The Simpsons. Uh, Karen O from the Yeah Yeah Yeahs recorded a version of the song, which is a theme to a TV show called Flesh and Bone. Mm -hmm. uh, I said it's very toned down, and for a TV theme, it is fine. Okay. It was featured prominently in the 2018 Australian film The Second. The song is featured in a scene in the 2022 film Fresh. And uh, it tells me what the scene is, but I don't really care. Uh, yeah. Apparently it's someone dancing while preparing human meat for consumption. Well, there so you go. there you go. Uh, Animotion is featured in the 2002 video game Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Yes, it is. On the fictional in-game new wave radio station Wave 103. Nice. And it has been used in several commercials over the years, including ads for Victoria's Secret, Kmart, and Mazda. Ah, what a trio. Yep. Uh, lyric time. Uh, nice. All right, so the lyrics are posted here. Uh, my uh, favorite lyrics. Okay, come on. My fantasy has turned to madness, yes. and all my goodness has turned to badness. Turned to badness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I do enjoy the your face appears again. I see the future there, but I see danger, stranger, beware uh -huh. of circumstance in your naked dreams. <laughs> <laughs> yes, fantastic too. 
Uh, in, in the Song Facts interview with co-writer Holly Knight, she explained, I wrote many songs for Michael DeBars, but that's the only one we ever went with and tried to get a cover on. I came up with a sequence riff and Michael came up with some lyrics and it was the perfect marriage. It's very simple. Michael DeBars at the time was recovering from a heroin addiction. Mm-hmm. So obsession was a familiar word to him, but although drugs were familiar territory, he wanted to write about something that would appeal to a much wider audience like love. I don't know if mm-hmm. obsession is love, but you know. <laughs> okay, sure. Uh, from Song Facts, the song is about a stalker who seems to get more obsessed as the song progresses. At first, it appears he has a serious crush on the girl, but he later becomes more dangerous and intent on capturing her. <laughs> yes! Uh, the line, like a butterfly, a wild butterfly will collect you and capture you, was inspired by The Collector, a movie DeBars had watched about a man who kidnapped a beautiful woman. Okay. Uh, co-writer Holly Knight would often practice or write riffs on the bass E string of her guitar, uh, which spawned the bass rhythm of, of Obsession. Yes. So, I'm going to introduce a new segment. Yes, please. I decided to ask ChatGPT what the song was about. Oh, Yes. Here's what it told me. The Song Obsession by Animotion is about a person's intense infatuation and desire for someone they cannot have. The lyrics describe the singer's obsession with this person and how they cannot stop thinking about them, even though they know they shouldn't. The chorus of the song is particularly memorable with the lyrics, you're an obsession, you're my obsession, what do you want me to be to make you sleep with me, conveying the singer's desperate desire to be with the person they are obsessed with, Overall Obsession by Animotion is a song about the overwhelming power of desire and how it can consume and control a person's thoughts and actions. So there you go. That's a great segment. And, you know, we're recording uh, four right now, so I won't be able to get on that train uh, for another couple of weeks. But I'm making a note here. All right. Make sure that I that I do join in on the gimmick at some point. Well, why would you want to ask AI when you can get the uh, real human intelligence from song meanings? Well, that, and that's that's exactly why we do it. That's right. So uh, to counter the AI, here's what some uh, song meanings contributors had to say. Hey. Oasisness said, I should have sent this to my obsession. Ha, I wanted forever, uh, but would have settled for a boy toy session weekly. Jesus. I will find a way and I will have you. He was a puss, so I don't feel like it anymore. LOL. Seems oh, like the tide has changed. How does it feel? I don't know. Jesus. I, seriously. Who, who are they talking to? They're all writing to no one. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, Goddess Caroline said, I think this song is very sexy and compelling. Of course, it would only be hot if the right person were singing it to me. Okay, sure. Uh, Silly Pants said, oh, no. When I first heard this song, I thought it was about general lust and pleasure. But after more careful <laughs> but after more careful listening, it is evident that the song has a very sadistic meaning. In fact, it reminds me of Jeffrey Dahmer, with whom, coincidentally, I was very obsessed with some time back. <laughs> Come on! Uh, oh my god. All right, uh, reception. I don't know, dude. Oh my god, I love it. Obsession debuted on the Billboard Hot 100 chart during the week of January 26, 1985 at number 90. It was nestled in between Caribbean Queen, open parenthesis, No More Love on the Run, close parenthesis, by Billy Ocean, and Better Be Good to Me by Tina Turner. Hey, two that we know. Yeah, so I don't even have to describe them to you. You both know, you all know them. 
Yeah. Uh, both of them were descending the charts at the time. Caribbean Queen was a number one single, and Better Be Good to Me had peaked at number five. Right on. Obsession would peak at number six during the week of May 4th, 1985. And here is your top ten. Uh, at number one, one of your favorites, We Are the World by USA for Africa. Oh, disgusting. <laughs> number two, Crazy for You by Madonna. Yes. Number three, Rhythm of the Night by DeBarge. Number yes. four, Don't You Open Parenthesis, Forget About Me, Close Parenthesis by Simple Minds. Oof. Uh, number five, One Night in Bangkok by Murray Heed. Murray <laughs> Heed. <laughs> uh, Obsession at number six, Some Like It Hot by The Power Station at number seven. A Night Shift by The Commodores at number eight. Oof. All She Wants to Do is Dance by Don Henley at number nine. Ugh, and, enough with the Don Henley. And number 10, Smooth Operator by Sade. All right, there we go. Obsession. Not yeah, not bad. Um, Obsession peaked at number five in the UK during the week of June 9th, 1985. So June 9th, 1985, top 10. Number one, You'll Never Walk Alone by The Crowd. Uh, Jesus, okay. Yeah, number two, Kaylee by Marillion. Uh, number three, one of my uh, favorite 80 songs, For Real, 19 by Paul Hardcastle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number four, Suddenly by Billy Ocean. Uh, Obsession at five, A View to Kill by Duran Duran at number six. Yes, that's a great song. Um, Out in the Fields by Gary Moore and Phil Linnett at number, again, at number seven. Uh, yeah. Number eight, The Word Girl by Scritti Politti. Scritti Politti. Uh, are they Canadian or are they, are they British? I think they're British. Uh, they were big in Canada, for sure. Uh, number nine, Crazy for You by Madonna. Number ten, History by Mai Tai. Okay. Uh, so now we head over to Canada, where Obsession peaked at number seven during the week of May 18th, 1985. And here is your top ten. Yes. And number one, one of your favorites, We Are the World by USA uh, for Africa. I hate it. Number two, Crazy for You by Madonna. Uh -huh. Number three, Tears Are Not Enough by Northern Lights. Oh, uh, what a, you know what? Imagine if that was that was the one-two punch. Terrible. Yep. Bet you it was one of those weeks. Uh, Rhythm of the Night at number four. Don't You Forget About Me at number five. One Night in Bangkok at six. Obsession at seven. Night Shift at eight. Some Like It Hot at nine. And then uh, Canada Breaks Away a Little Bit at number ten. Everything She Wants by Wham. Nice. Uh, during that same week, editor Walt Grayless of the yes. RPM Magazine had the following to say. Are you ready for this? I am always ready for Walt. <laughs> Someone's going to get burned, exclamation point. Oh, no. Just because someone's from the boondocks doesn't mean they're going to lay down and play dead when the big city slickers make a move on them. There's a boonie who is in the process of gathering a very powerful defense that could make the young street crowd very uneasy. Uh-oh. <laughs> I have no idea. So what many is he teasing? Subtweets galore. <laughs> Subtweeting in his magazine. Yep. <laughs> yep. I love it. Uh, Obsession also hit the top 40 on the U.S. dance chart twice, once in 1984 and again in 1986. Nice. It was a double-sided hit along with the track I Engineer. Um, other chart placements around the world, number 12 in Australia, 17 in Austria, 34 in Belgium, 10 in New Zealand, 9 in South Africa, 8 in West Germany. Uh, on the UN chart or year end charts, it was a, on the UN charts. <laughs> I love how they have their own charts. Yeah, uh, it was uh, you know top one hundred in Australia, the US, West Germany, but not like a crazy top hit or anything. The it's song tough with those year end hits. Yeah, the song has just under twenty million streams on Spotify, and the official music video has fourteen million views on YouTube over the last twelve years. These numbers are of May of two thousand and twenty three. Okay. Uh, covers and samples. 
As mentioned, this song is a cover of a track originally performed by Holly Knight and Michael DeBar, uh, who sampled lists 11 tracks, which sampled Obsession. Uh, the only one I listened to was by Danny Fernandez, who sampled the hook in his 2010 track Feel It, which is generic club nonsense. <laughs> uh, there were eight covers of this song on Who Sampled. Uh, English girl group Sugar Babes covered Obsession for their fourth studio album, Taller in More Ways. The, oh, yeah. yeah Sugar Babes. Yeah. The cover is similar to the original and had a polarizing effect on critics. Some thought it was mediocre and other people called it a standout track. I listened to it. I said, it's fine. Okay. Uh, the Midnight String Quartet covered this in 2017. It's a toned-down version of the song, but if you like string quartets, you'll like this. Okay. Uh, the Azoic covered this in 2004. I said the drums are way too much for this song. Otherwise, it's fine. Okay. Uh, let's get to that music video. Okay, do it. So the music video features the band members focusing mostly on the two lead singers, Bill Wadhams and Astrid Plain. Dressed in various costumes. Love costumes. Yeah, while well, lip-syncing and dancing to the song next to a swimming pool inside, inside a luxury house in the Hollywood neighborhood. Um, yeah. Here are my notes. Okay. <laughs> I said, it's a costume party, exclamation point. <laughs> uh, we have a Roman gladiator and Cleopatra by the pool. Uh, the cuts between the different scenes of the video are super 80s-rific. Mm -hmm. uh, the base, uh, the band basically have the run of the mansion where they shot the video, so the scenes are scattered in and out of the house with an emphasis yep. on the pool and fountain. Uh, the band is playing instruments in time to the music, which you think should be something in all videos, but it's more rare than you'd think. <laughs> yep. Uh, for no reason whatsoever, at one point, we get Astrid playing in Marty McFly shades. It's so good. And I said, the costumes are totally unnecessary. <laughs> they really are. Uh, do you want to rate it and tell me about yeah, sure, the video? Sure, sure. All right. All right, video. I mean, this is nonsensical, but I wrote Elf Shoes, a Centurion. I'm a big fan. <laughs> uh, you know, it's an 80s video. Uh, it's really good nostalgia, honestly. Um, but there's not a lot to it. I'm going to give it a six just because I, 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 I was a little tickled by it. Yeah, I think it's well done. I mean, for hanging out a day in a mansion, you know, it, yeah. it's, it looks good. The band looks good. I think that everything is uh, perfectly acceptable, well-produced. I'm giving it a six as well. Uh, nice. Go to the song. Uh, so, you know, this is an iconic song. I love the uh, the big sexy hook. Yep. And uh, when that guitar kicks in, it's awesome. Uh, I actually don't listen to this enough. Yeah. Um, I really need to listen to it more. I wanted to mention, though... Um, that you did not say that this was used uh, as the theme song for uh, Unorthodox Beatles <laughs> in 1998. Well, my apologies. <laughs> yes, in our Backyard Wrestling Federation, everybody. Yeah. Sorry yeah. about that. And for that, I give it a seven. All right. I think the song is uh, pretty awesome. The, the hooks are great. Uh, that that part where they're singing, like, you know, You Are My Obsession, that that, that in the background, the do 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 that yeah, part so is fantastic. Good, yeah. Really uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a banger. I'm giving it a seven as well. So there you go. Nice. Great minds think alike. Oh, yeah, you're well, or you are a copier. <laughs> uh, what have you got coming up for next week? I'll tell you what I want. Oh no! What I really, really want. Oh no! That's to talk about the Spice Girls. So we're gonna talk wannabe next on on Friday. All right. So there you go for all you uh, 
Uh, well, we'll talk about which ones were our favorite when we get to that one. So Sounds good. All right. So uh, until then, it is superhitspodcast at gmail.com if you want to uh, tell us how we sound <laughs> from my new studio. Yes. Uh, and also Super Hits Cast on Twitter at Super Hits Podcast on Instagram. Uh, believe it or not, no one's claimed the Cooler Shaker ticket yet. <laughs> I'm shocked. Yeah, you got three months left if you want a Cooler Shaker ticket for a Toronto show. Just tell us. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure people are just checking their calendars. I mean, the neighborhood that I lived in, you can just like put shit in the front uh, yard and people will take it. So I'm just yeah. put the ticket there. Why not? So we'll see what happens. Anyways. <laughs> Cooler Shaker tickets and point down with an arrow. <laughs> yep. All right, uh, until next time, I am Alan Slip with Five Eyes or Sleep. I'm Jamie C. My website, megamix.com.com. Thanks for listening, friends. See ya.